Shalom Aleichem, everybody. Uh, last week, we left off in Gemara Megillah, Dav Kof and Aleph. I think we were just about the top Mishnah, the top Mishnah, the last line in the top Mishnah. <coughs> so the Mishnah records that historically, in the days of the Tanaim, there were those who reinterpreted the Pasuk, Mizarach HaLasitim, Rashi explains the Pashim Shatiz Molech was a practice that they had for some Avodazarim. They used to have two bonfires and they used to take their children and have them walk through or run through in between the two fires. Often the children will lose their lives. Sometimes they would survive. So that's a din in the Torah that there's a chiv kores if the person violates Molech. The mazer, it's a form of Avadazar. <coughs> it's a machlekes in Gemara Sanhedrin, where the Malach is Avadazar, or Malach is some other minig, the shame Avadazar. But uh, either way, if you do it b'mezer, b'hasra, there's anoy nashmisa, and if it's b'mezer, b'li hasra, or b'zman she'en beis hamig tushkayim, so there's no onashmisa. No Sanhedrin is now on the Shmisa. So then there's an Einish of Kuris. So Malach may know what it was. They passed the children through the fires, and most of the time the children would, would lose their lives. So if one will translate the Pasuk differently to mean it's a metaphor, what it really means is a Jewish man should not intermarry. If a Jewish man marries a non-Jewish girl, all of his children will be non-Jews. Because it depends on the mother. <coughs> so there were those who interpreted don't marry in such a way that your children will not be Jewish. Don't marry a non-Jewish girl. So what you're interpreting in the Pasuk is that there's an Isa Kores if you marry a non-Jewish woman and there's an Isa Misa and there's no Kores and there's no Misa. It's not true. Rashi adds on one who the Torah has in Parshas Vayikra one who violates an Aver B'Shoigig has to bring a Korban Chatos. What Aver did he do B'Shoigig? He ate Chazah B'Shoigig? You don't bring a Chatos. You only bring a Chatos on a Dovish is done a Chorus. Shigigos HaChatos. The Mishnah, opening Mishnah in Krisis, this off, Lama Bav Krisis HaMuras Batera, the 36 Averis for which the punishment is Chorus. So in almost all of them, Ruba the Ruba, of those listed in the Mishnah, there are a few exceptions to the rule. But Ruba the Ruba, if you do any one of those Averis, Bishoigig, you have to bring uh, a Korban Chatos. So one of someone marries a non-Jewish girl, he didn't know that it's against the law. He didn't know it's against the Torah. One is ma- marries, lives with a non-Jewish woman, and he has children. And all the children are going. So according to this misinterpretation of the Pasuk, when the fellow does tshuva, when it ever occurred to him to do tshuva, and he'll get rid of the non-Jewish wife, so he'll have to bring a chatos because he violated an Isa Kores. And Rashi says, that's not shot in the Pasuk. There's no such Kores and there's no such Misa, and you're not allowed to volunteer a chatos. Chatos v'yoshem are not bob and If you're not chayim in you can't bring a chatos. So that's a misinterpretation of the Pasuk. Truth of the matter is the Gemara and Sanhedrin talks about intermarriage. I think we started talking about it last week. Talks about intermarriage. So the Gemara says that there's Kores Medibek Abola. 
means in Chumash it never says that if you marry a Nochris, intermarriage this chorus. But in Novi it says, Yachris Hashem Leisha Hu Pasuk says that there is chorus. But apparently, <coughs> one only brings a chatos b'shoigeg if if the chorus is in Chumash. If it's in the Torah, it says that this chorus. That pasuk Yachris Hashem Leisha Hu is in Novi. That's not in Chumash. So true, there there is chorus. Mark calls it chorus medibri kabola. So pasuk in Novi that is chorus, but it's not the same as the Chal Shabbos b'shoigeg. Reading Chayil Vedam B'Shoigeg, there the chorus says in Chumash. So that's what Rashi says. You're not allowed to misinterpret the pasuk. Moloch goes on Moloch. He says he has his children run through in between the two fires. So the Gemara explains what it means. There were those who inter- misinterpreted the pasuk, the last line before the second Mishnah, on Chofheim at Aleph. So the Gemara says there were those who misinterpreted. We saw Habal Agoyi, the holy man of Bein Labo Dezar, Kosamidaber. That's the false pshat. That's not the correct pshat. There is a problematic chuvin the Maharam Shik. We started this, I think, last week. <coughs> Maharam Shik has a. He lived at the beginning of the Reform movement. The Chassam Seifer, he was a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer, so the Chassam Seifer was fighting the Reform. And after the Chassam Seifer passed away, the Reform movement became even stronger. During his lifetime, they were picking on Minhagim. I think maybe we spoke about it. You shouldn't wear a kittel under the chuppah. You shouldn't be, shouldn't say kol nidre. Here and there, a couple of Minhagim they didn't like. But uh, then, uh, then they did away with everything after he passed away. So there's some, one of the sons of the Chassam Seifer, the one who wrote the Chassam Seifer, wanted to go to his Rabbanus in Presburg. And the Maram Sheikh was a Talmud of the Chassam Seifer, not a relative. They were the leaders of the fight against uh, the reform after the Chassam Seifer passed away. So the Maram Sheikh has a tshuva. A man is going to live with a Nochris. And we're considering converting the Nochris. The Nochus is considering converting. But even if she converts, we know from day number one he's not going to observe Taras HaMishpacha. Neither he nor she are going to observe Taras HaMishpacha. Nothing to discuss. So which Avera is worse? If they'll convert the woman, she'll be Jewish, then there'll be an Isa Nida. If you live with a non-Jewish woman who doesn't go to Mikveh, there's no Din of Nida. The whole Din of Nida only applies if the woman is Jewish. But this chorus medibri kabbalah, <coughs> if you live with a non-Jewish woman, the Gemara says, "Habayl aramis b'farhesia kanoim pogimbo." One who lives with a nochris b'farhesia, it's public knowledge. So kanoim uh, pogimbo, they should they should kill him on the spot. So what if it's boil aramis b'tzina? So then it's not kanoim pogimbo. Is there an isa there isa? Or is Yisar only an Yisar the Rabbonim? So in Shulchan Aruch, they quote, these are two opinions in the Ran, Dusha Ran on Sanhedrin, and that's Sugi, where the Gemara talks about Boel Aramis before Hestia. So it's unclear in the Gemara. So the accepted, the general accepted opinion is that it is an Yisar the Raisa. Boel Aramis Betzina, there is an Yisar the Raisa, and there's Chorus Medirik Habola. So the question is, which is worse? If we'll convert the woman... Her husband will be living with a nida. That's a real chorus. That's in Chumash. If we don't convert the woman, it'll be a chorus, which we assume is not 
is Chomer is the chorus in the Chomish. You're not Chayv Achatas on that. Rashi says you're not Chayv Achatas on Chorus Medirik Kabbalah. So the Maram Sheik thinks that the chorus of living with the Nachris is worse an Avera than the chorus of Nida. So he thinks it's preferable to convert her. It's in the best interest of the husband we should convert her and they should violate Nida rather than to not convert her and have her violate the chorus Medirik So that's a problematic tshuva for several reasons. Number one, that's from the perspective of the husband. Maram Sheikh thinks that the Avera of living with a Nida is not as Chomer as the Avera of living with a Nachos. But from the perspective of the woman, if she converts, she's over Anissa Kuris, that she's living with the husband as a Nida. If she doesn't convert, she's not violating anything. She got a good shidduch, she married a nice Jewish boy. He's violating from the perspective of the husband it's in the best interest of the husband that she should convert, because like this he violates a mochamadikid. Maram Sheikh thinks that the the chorus is more than the chorus of Nida. That's number one. Why, why does he only view the issue from the perspective of the Jewish husband? Why not from the perspective of the woman? It's in her best interest not to convert. Now she's not violating anything. It's not from the Shevet Mitzvah that you're not allowed to marry a Jewish man. That's number one. Number two, what kind of a conversion is this? When a gear, when a man or a woman comes to convert, you have to have Kabbalah on mitzvah. So we don't, we don't tell them every single mitzvah. We don't tell them about Shiloh HaKad, a lot of mitzvahs. There's 613 mitzvahs in the Torah. We don't tell them every single mitzvah. We tell them the mitzvahs that are going to come up. Uh, so if you, what do you mean? You're not going to tell the woman about Taras HaMishpacha. We know she's going to violate it anyway. So how can you convert her? She, she's not mekabel all mitzvahs. I don't. I don't understand. There's something missing in, in that chuga. He just says, from the perspective of the husband, it's better we should convert the non-Jewish girl to the husband. It's less of an averit. He should live with a nida than to live with an achris. So that's his chiddush. But question number one: Why don't look from the perspective of the girl? Is her best interest not to convert? Number two, where is the Kabbalah on mitzvahs? That is a problem. Okay, let's see. We're up to the, the last Mishnah in the, in the Perik. The Mishnah is talking about... <clears throat> why is the Chorus de Raisa more or less common than the Chorus de Rabon? Why is the Chorus de Raisa what one? Moch or more? Less homor. I don't know. According don't know. to Mahamshik. Yeah. I don't know. But again, the chiyav chatos, we say there's only chiyav chatos on the chorus and the chumash. If it's a chorus medivir kabbalah, that's not. It's a different kind of a chorus, and um, <coughs> and it wouldn't be a chiyav chatos. That's what Rashi says. If you live with the nachris, there's no chiyav chatos, even though this chorus medivir kabbalah. So I would have thought that the chorus and the chumash is mochamer. All right, that uh, you do you violate a bishag, you have you need a kapara v'chatos. Chorus Medir Gabal doesn't he? But somehow he, there were two opinions in the Ran. Is there an Isid there? I said not. The liver, the Nachri Shaloi Bifra Hestia Bitsina. So he says the, the accepted opinion that's in the Shulchanach, they had that. I think the either the Beishmol or the Chalkas Machariki, one of the two, Stedlik Mefarshim on the side of the page in Ebenezer, one of the two quotes this long passage from the Ran, the two opinions. So the Mahamshikas says, writes that the accepted opinion is 
that Boil Aramis Betzina is also an Issa der Isa, and then he thinks that it's Mohammer than the Issa chorus of Nida. Because the children will be going, that's why. Boil Basel Nechar. Yeah. <clears throat> that's what I think I mentioned last week, and sure, maybe I didn't mention. There's a difference between the two kinds of intermarriage. If a Jewish woman marries a non Jewish man, the children will be Jewish. The mother's Jewish. So that's not Yehorek Bal Yabah. Someone holds a gun. A goy holds a gun. A chashverish holds a gun to Esther. And he threatens to kill her unless she lives with him. So all the children will be Jewish if she live with him. So that's an aver, like eating chazim. So you don't say Yehorek Bal Yabah on that. But if a Jewish man intermarries with a non-Jewish woman, all the children will be goyim. So that's the end of the line from Maimon Hasina till now. Every generation they were Jewish, they were Jewish. And this, he's going to marry a Nachris. That's the end of the line. So that's a Mochomadike Easter. That's Nasa Mechutin Lava Rezara. That's how the Novi writes, Kibo al Bas el Nechor, as if he married the daughter of the Abu Rezara. So that's probably why the Marmshik feels that that chorus, the Dibikabali, chorus, the chorus, and Nefshai, Kibo al Bas el Nechor, Nasa Mechutin Lava Rezara. That's why that Isa chorus is Mochomer than the chorus of Nid. Now, I can understand that. That's the the lotion up a boa basanech is if he nasa mechutun abedizor. Yeah. So the next Mishnah talks about uh, years ago they used to lane Kriyasatur and we have a maturgaman. And they used to have a maturgaman by the haftarah also. And whoever gets mafti can pick whatever haftarah he wants. He has to have has to have a minimum of twenty one psukim. Because on Shabbos you have uh, seven aliyahs. Each aliyah has to have at least three psukim. Seven times three is 21. On Yontem you only give five aliyahs. Each aliyah has three psukim. So the Haftar only has to have a minimum of 15 psukim. And on uh, on Shabbos when you have seven aliyahs, so the, the number of psukim in the Haftar has to be the minimum number that you need for the Kriyas Haftar. Tigmar <clears throat> says, unless it's Shalim and Yonah. Umar says the Haftar Parshas Tzav has less than 20 Mabsukim because the whole topic is completed and less than 20 Mabsukim, then it's not a problem. So they used to have, they used to lane Kriyas Haftar and have a Meturgaman, then they would lane Haftar and have a Meturgaman. And days of the Baliatosis, they already did away with most of the Meturgamanim, except for some of the Haftaris. On Yamim Taivim, Taisis still had, we saw the Taisis in. Some of the Haftaris, they would still say uh, the Targum. The Targum is uh, Unkalis, usually. In many communities in, in the, where they speak Arabic, they used to say the Targum of Rabbeinu Sadiqan in Arabic. It took forever. The Kriya Torah took hours and hours. And every Pasuk, they would give um, Targum. So the Kriya Torah, you have to learn all of Sukkim and the Chumash. Haftarah, we tell about Maftar. You should pick a, a theme that's minyana diyama, that's we spoke about. Minyana diyama means either a theme that's connected with the sedra or connected with uh, the yontif. If it's yontif, so it should be minyana diyama of the yontif. Or on Shabbos Chalamoid uh, Sukkis, this past year there was no Shabbos Chalamoid Sukkis, but on Shabbos Chalamoid Sukkis, <clears throat> The Haftar, the Gemara says, the Haftar is by Melchemes Gogu Magog. So the Torah quotes a Medrash that we have. They had a tradition 
that Mechemes Gog Mong is supposed to begin in the month of Tishrei. And then on Shabbos Chalamoy Pesach, if there is a Shabbos Chalamoy Pesach, so then sometimes Yantav will be on Shabbos Chalamoy, won't have any Shabbos. But if you have a Shabbos Chalamoy Pesach, then the Haftarah is about Chiyas HaMesim in Yechezko, because the tradition has it based on the Jerushim that Chiyas HaMesim, Lassid Lavoy, will take place in the month of Nisan, and then Mechemes Gog Mogit will begin in the month of Tishrei. And then the Mishnah says that there is some Parshas in Chumash, and some Haftaris, you can say the Haftarah, you can say the Parsha. The Parsha, we have to lay in all the Parshas. But uh, you shouldn't say the Targum. Why? So some of them, it's embarrassing to the people in Chumash who did, who did these scandalous Haveris. So sometimes we say it's Nikra Velomi Targum. You shouldn't say the Targum. The Mishnah mentions about by the Chet Ego. So the Chet Egel is written up twice. So the first time it's written up, said so they made an Egel. Second time, it sounds as if the Egel, sounds like Aaron Akoyim threw all of the gold. Egel Azahab was golden. He threw all the gold into a, um, into a uh, burning hot furnace, and the Egel came out by itself. That's the way it sounds from the Rumish. So most of the people in the days of the time, like most of the Jews in Eretz Yisrael didn't speak Hebrew. They spoke Aramaic. So uh, they may have not understood what the Pesach said. So the Mishnah recommends we shouldn't say the Targum Unkelis on that Pesach, because that's in Aramaic. Now all the people will understand what it says. And they'll put a bug in the head. Maybe there was something to the eagle. Maybe there's some mamish to this of because it sounds from the Pesach. So if Aaron Akon threw all the gold in and then it came out an egg all by itself, he didn't, he didn't mold it, he didn't shape it, happened by itself. So as if there's some koyach to this avadizar. And some of the other haftarists are uh, embarrassing to Dovra Melech. So, uh, so we shouldn't say the, we shouldn't say the Targum. We only have, on Chumash we have Targum Unkulis, on Novi we have Targum Yonis and Benaziyah. The Gemara says in the beginning of Megillah, Yonis and Menazil wanted to write a Targum on Ksuvim as well. And Menashamayim, they sent him a message that he shouldn't because the Psukim in, in Daniel tell you where Moshiach is going to come. So the Rabbi Shalom wants that to be a secret. So he didn't, he didn't write the Targum. So we, have, we don't have Targum. Unkelis or Targum Yanisim Menazil. We have Targum Rabbi Yosef, I think, on Ksuvim. But it's not from, not from Yanisim. Uh, Yanisim Menazil wrote on Novi, but he didn't write on Ksuvim. But the Mishnah says, Maise Reuven, the Pusik sounds like Reuven slept with his father's wife. That's an Isa, that's a real Isa. So the tradition has it that uh, he didn't do that. Tradition has it that uh, he moved it. After Rachel passed away, most of the time he he was not with Leah. He was with one of the other Bilo Azilpa. I forgot already which one. So Ruvain felt that that's an insult to his mother, to Leah. So he moved the father's bed into his mother's bedroom. So that was a chutzpah on his part. So we lay in the chumash. It's a, we we lay in the whole chumash, but we don't nikra targum. We don't say the targum because the targum translates it literally. That is saying what the tradition interprets, that he moved the father's bed into Leah's bedroom. It's, uh, the Targum will translate literally as if he slept with his uh, father's wife. 
So we don't say the Targum. Okay. Maisa Tomar, Nikru Umi Targum. Maisa of Tomar, that Don Amelech had a lot of wives. And he had a daughter from one wife and a son from another wife. And uh, and they, they were together. That was scandalous. The Gemara says that, the Pasek says that Amnon said to Tamar, let's speak to daddy, let's speak to Dora Melech, and he'll give us permission to marry. Gemara says, Akram David gave them permission to marry. A half-brother, they had the same father. Dora Melech had a different mother. Amnon and Tamar had a different mother, but they had the same father. So that's an Issa Deraisa. It's an Issa Chorus to marry a half-sister. So the Gemara says that Tamar was, was a Basia Fastoya Hoysa. And she wasn't Alpidin, she wasn't related to Dovid HaMelech. Biologically, he was the father, but uh, she wasn't related. That's all discussion. Why not? What do you mean? He's Bolel before she had any Geirus at all. Why wasn't she related? So that's a discussion in Sanhedrin. But it says, You say the whole story. One might have thought uh, we should cover up on Dovid HaMelech, we shouldn't tell it. Rabbi, doesn't the Rashi say that it's a, it's um top, it's talking about by by uh, Tom of Yehuda. Tom of Yehuda, yeah. What I said is absolutely wrong. Yes, correct. It goes Tom and Yehuda. It says Nikra Umi Targim. It's embarrassing to Yehuda. So the Gemara says no. Yehuda was mighty that he did wrong. Yehuda was mighty. That's how the Gemara says. Yeah, Yehuda was mighty, so he got a kapara because he he embarrassed himself. Yehuda yeah, said that Sarkar Yes, yes. So he was murdered that he did the Avera. So that's Nikro Mitargain. And uh, we don't have to cover up for Yehuda because he himself was murdered in public that he did wrong. Yeah. My Egel Arishin Nikro Mitargain because the first story of the Egel doesn't sound like the Egel had any Koyach, but the second version of the story of the Egel sounds like the Egel came out by itself. So you shouldn't. So the Hebrew, many people don't understand, but the Aramaic, they'll all understand. So you shouldn't say the Targum. Yeah. What else should we not say? Birchas Kohanim, Birchas Kohanim. We shouldn't say the Targum Unkelis because Yisa Hashem Parvelacho is a problematic pasuk. The Gemara says the Malachi Asharis raised that question. We describe a Kodesh Baruch as Hashem Yisa Parim Aliyikach Sheichad. Here the Pesach says, Yes, Hashem, Hashem deals with the Jewish people as, as, as his favorites. It bends over backwards to be kind to the Jewish people. We get away with shtick. Other people would do these Averis. They, they would be punished. And the Jewish people get away with not punished. That's what it means. Yes, Hashem, So we shouldn't say the Targum is on the Pesach. The people won't know, many people won't know what it says. The Gemara says, How come Yes, Hashem, the Rashi quotes the, the Gemara and Brocha says, HaKadosh Brocha responds, I gave the Jewish people a mitzvah and the Jewish people bend over backwards and even if they're starving. But if they ate a kezaisa, they ate a kebetza, different opinions and talak, they ate a kezaisa bread or a kebetza bread, even though they're hungry, They'll still say Birchas Hamazim. So that's why Kodesh Baruch Hu, we show that we go out of our way, we express our love for Kodesh Baruch Hu, we do things that we know would please him, even though he never required of us.
to do those things. The bench, when you didn't have Kedai Svi. So, because we show our love for Kodesh Bohu, that's why he, he says we should have the bracha from the Karnim. He's Hashem Panavei Then the story with uh, with Amnon and Tamar, the story in, in Novi. So the Mishnah says, My Amnon and Tamar, Nikva below me Targum. He shouldn't say the Targum. The Gemara says it depends. Sometimes it says Amnon was the son of David. Sometimes it doesn't say. But when it says he's the son, he, he was the son of David, that is true. Amnon was the son of David. So that section that has the story of Amnon doesn't mention David and Melech's name. So that's okay. We're reading about somebody by the name of Amnon, but that section that's uh, Amnon ben David, that's an embarrassment to David also. So the Gemara says, the um, uh, what you shouldn't say the Targum, or you shouldn't even pick that as a Haftar, I forgot already. It's going to be a Gemara number base. We'll take a look. Nikram I said here, I said, Lord Nikram, let me Targum the Gemara quotes uh, uh, Brisa. You don't even say that after I. The mission says Nikra Umi Targum Masulakasha. If it says Amnon Ben David, then you don't land it at all. If it just says Amnon, doesn't say Amnon Ben David. We know that he was Ben David, but if it does mention David Mal's name, then you can then you can say it and you can say the the Targum as well. Okay. Then is a machlekes is a proper to use as a haftira ma'aseh merkava. It describes Hakadosh Baruch as if he has a body, and the Rambam says that's one of the yud gimel ikorim. Hakadosh Baruch ain't no goof; he doesn't have a body. So maybe we shouldn't be allowed to read ma'aseh merkava because it, it makes uh, it describes Hakadosh Baruch as if he sits on a throne, sits on a chair, doesn't have a body, doesn't sit anywhere. So Tesis says we follow the opinion like Rabbiuda, the bottom Tesis. We follow Rabbiuda's opinion, Rabbiuda Mati, you're permitted to say the Maisa Merkoma on Shavuos, that's after on Shavuos. And then there was a Machlekes Hatana, Rabbiuda Ben Hurkana says we shouldn't permit the one who gets mopped that has the right to pick whatever Haftar he wants as long as it has Menyon and Dioyma. So Achrei Mois Kedoshim, the Chomish talks about terrible averis of Gilead Rais that you're not allowed to violate. And in the Novi Yecheskel, the Novi was instructed to give to Chocha to Bnei Yisrael, go give Musa to the people who live in Yerushalayim that they all violate Gilead Rais. So that's a machlech. Is, is it proper to use that Haftarah? So the Chachamim say, why not? That's in Yon That's what the parsha is all about. Achamos Kedoshim. So that's the Haftaris in Yonadiyam. And, and Rabbeza says you shouldn't say that Haftar. Why not? Why not exactly? What's wrong with it? So that's if you look at a lot of Chumashim, they have by the Haftarah of Kedoshim, they have printed a whole Machlekes, I think, between, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think the Lavush and the Tesis Yad, the Machlekes Achreinim. What is Rabbeza opposed to? So one shot is he's, there are two Nevuas in Yechazkel. Which which have a similar pasuk. Tell the people in Yerushalayim that I'm angry that they're violating Gilead rights. Is it that we shouldn't pick that after? And the Chumash we read about the Yisurim, but uh, you have to read the Navi that he complains that the people are violating all of these Yisurim. 
So then you shouldn't say either of these. You shouldn't pick either of these two haftarahs uh, to recite. And the other sheet in Achreinim is no. The one that talks about B'nai Yisrael living Yushalayim violating all the dinim, that one you can lay in his after. But the other one complains, you must have, have had rotten ancestors. Look back to Avram Avinu, look back to Sora. What did they do that was wrong, that they have descendants like you? So that after is Mibasa Avram Avinu, Look back to Avram and Sora. You have terrible ancestors. So that's not right. We should say Avtorah. That condemns Avram and Sora. That's what we shouldn't say. But the Avtorah that condemns the people in Yerushalayim for violating Gilarai, that we may say. So the different, the different opinion of Achreinim, what did Rab Lezer say? The Pashta says we don't paskin like Rab Lezer. Probably paskin. That you're allowed to say to every but the meaning is we always avoid it as much as possible. So whenever you have two sedes mechubarim, let's say you have often goes together by yakal tiguri often goes together. So you only say one of the two haftaris. So you look in the Abu Dram. The Abu Dram has all the dinim of kriyas So he quotes two minhagim. When you have two 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 sedes mechubarim, you say the haftarah from the first sedra from the second sedra. So uh, the common practice is that we usually say hafter from the second sedra, except when you have, except when you have bachrei mos kedoshim together. So the hafter of the second sedra is odas yushalaimus tayabu seho. So that we avoid whenever we can. So we have mechubarim. So we say the hafter from the first one. Alokim nekushim atem li beis yisrael. We don't say toevus yushalaim. And then when they're not mechubarim. So often it'll be Shabbos Rosh Chodesh, it's going to be Hashamayim Kisi, or it'll be Shabbos Erev Rosh Chodesh, it's going to be Machar Chodesh. It's rare that you have, very rare, that you have most Kedoshim are not Mechubarim, and it's not, and, and one of the after is not replaced, either with Shabbos Rosh Chodesh or Shabbos Erev Rosh Chodesh, with Hashamayim Kisi, or with Machar Chodesh. So if you have that, I think someone mentioned this year is either like that. That Achimaz Kedoshim are separate, and 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 it's not there Rosh Chodesh and it's not Rosh Chodesh. So Rav Soloveitchik said that where he came from in Europe, the meaning was that you never say that after it's printed in the Chumash, but you never say. Strictly speaking, we passkin against Rav Leizer in Shulchan Aruch. You are permitted to say the after of Teivus Yerushalayim, but the meaning where he came from was you never say that. And you say the same after two weeks in a row. We just, we, we are annoyed to do like, uh, like our blazer in the Mishnah. So I think I may have mentioned last week that there was a, one of those Tamir Chacham who was close to the Chazanish, Soroya Devolitsky. So he put out a luach with a lot of dinim on the luach. So he quoted, unusual, a Chazanishnik. So this Soroya Devolitsky quotes, in the name of Rabbi Soloveitchik, that where he came from in Lithuania, the meaning was that they never said this after They would say the same after two weeks in a row. No one else survived the war who remembered that there was such a minic. And he wanted to record the minic. So he had no choice. He had to quote Rabbi Soloveitchik said like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so the Gemara has this price, the Tanah Rabbanon, 
Some parshas you say the Elaine and you say the Targum or some of them you You don't say the Targum, some of them you don't learn at all. Some of them you don't, don't learn at all means you don't pick it as a Haftarah. There is no section in the Chumash that you don't learn. You learn the whole Chumisha, Chumisha Torah. You learn all the Sedras. But in the Vim, there's some that you shouldn't say at all. So it says, My separation, Nikra Umi Targay. You're allowed to say the Targum also. What's the Pshita? Why? Why is that a Chiddush that you say? Umar said, Mauritema, one might have thought, Yamishnais and Chagiga, that you're not permitted to delve into Malamaila, Malamata, Malafon, and Malayakar. The Gemara Chagiga quotes a Pasik from Chumash. It says, Kisha al Noli, Amim Shanim, Shahayula, Fanachalim, if you look back historically, the Menayam Shabarla came other Malhoats and the Mektashamayim, Vaktashamayim. Is there ever such a thing like Maimon HaSinai? That HaKadosh Baruch made Gilush Chin and he spoke to the whole nation? Only by the Jewish people. So the Gemara is Medayat from the Pasuk, Kishal Noli Yamim Hashem Shayu, and Menayam Shabar Lekim Odom. Odom was created on the sixth day of Sheshis Mebreshis, so Kishal Noli Yamim Hashem You want to delve into what happened? That's permissible, fine. History of the world. Only from the sixth day out, when Adam Rishon was created, you're not allowed to delve into Malafon and what happened prehistorically. There's no history before Adam Rishon was born. History begins when there's human beings there to record the history. So the Pasuk says you're allowed to ask from the time Adam Rishon was created. And the Medrash has the comment on the two Psukim in Kohelis. The one Pasuk says, Kvod Elikim Hestadover. It's the honor of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that he keep things a secret. Kvod Malachim HaKadover. It's the covet, it's the honor, it's the dignity of the king that you make everything explicit and you explain everything. So the, so the Medrash says, before Adam Rishon was created, so the Baruch Shalom is not a Melech yet. A Melech Baloyom. After he created Adam Rishon on the sixth day of creation, then he's called the Melech. So from the day that Adam Rishon was created, from that day on, is Kvod Melachim Chakordofer. You should look into all of, all of science, everything, but you shouldn't delve into the Big Bang. That's what they try, the scientists try to figure out, the physicists are trying to figure out what happened at the time of the Big Bang that everything came into creation. How did, how did the creation of the world develop? That's what Gemara says, you're not allowed to think about that. That's Malafonim and Maliacha. What happened before Adam Rishon was brought on the scene? What's going to happen after the whole world ceases to exist? So that's what you're not allowed to delve into. So Gemara says, one might have thought incorrectly that you have to lay Bereshus, we lay in everything. Well, one might have thought maybe we shouldn't say Targumunculus because we're not supposed to delve into uh, Malafonim and Maliacha. So people are going to start philosophizing. So the Gemara says, Kamash Malon, no, that uh, Parshish Bereshis, we le- not only do we lay it, but, uh, but we say the Tagamon Kulisov. What's the story? Maiser Lord, to Shtay Benashim, Nikra Umi Targay. We say the Tagamon of Pshita. The Gemara says, it's an embarrassment uh, of Ramavinu. This was Ramavinu's nephew, and he brought, up, he brought him up and he raised him, and that's how he acts. He got so drunk, he. Lloyd got so drunk, he was a shikha, shikha, the shikhus, shalot. That's the expression Neymar has. He was stone drunk that he didn't, he didn't realize that he was sleeping with his daughter. So 
So one might have thought, Ma'udu Tema, Nechvish, the quote of the Avram, Kamash Malon, Nish Gefelach, we, we should tell over this story, Kamash Malon. Vaisi Tamev Yehuda Nikra Umi Targeim, you should say, Nikra Vada, but you even say the Targum. Why Pshita, Ma'udu Tema, Lechvish, the quote of the Yehuda, it's an embarrassment. Kamash Malon, Shvoch Yehuda Yehudi, it's the praises of Yehuda, that he himself admitted. Thought came in many, he himself admitted. You should, why not? The Mara said, the Kriya, of course you do, but even the Targum. It's an embarrassment for the Jewish people that right after Maimed HaSinai, 40 days after Maimed HaSinai, they make an eagle because Moshe Abed didn't come down. In a few hours, he's going to come down already. Unbelievable. How did they sin with the eagle? The Gemara says in the beginning, on Masechus Abedizareh, Next week we're going to lay in, this week is Tetzabah, next week is Kisisa. So in Kisisa, the whole story of the Egel. So the Gemara says, Bederechateva, the Jewish people after witnessing Esam Makas and Gilishchina at the time of Makas Becheris and Gilishchina at the time of Kriyas Yamsuf. And then Maimon Hasina, so they go and they sought to make an Egel. Bederechateva doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, HaKadosh Baruch was suspended the Bechirach of Shis, and caused them to sin with the ego, to teach the lesson of Tshuva Larab, that even if the whole nation violated, everybody violated the ego, except for Shevet Levi. Shevet Levi didn't violate the ego, but all the others violated. So even if the whole nation violates the worst of era, but it's still it's possible to do Tshuva. That's why, uh, so that's how the Gemara understood, Agar suspended the Bechirach of Shis. So one might have thought maybe we shouldn't we shouldn't lay in the chetegel we shouldn't translate we shouldn't quote the shalisro kamash malon no koshke the nichelu davilu kapara the whole story of the eagle the whole motivation why did Hakadosh Baruch make it why did he suspend the chayuchas of the Jewish people that they should be taught the lesson of chuvul arabe shayin koshke the nichelu davilu kapara it's important to know the lesson of the chetegel even if the entire nation does. The worst are very conceivable. It's still possible to do children. Then Brachas Eklalas, the Teichach appears in Bechukaisai. Then the second Teichach appears in uh, in Kisavai. So it says, Nikrim Umetagamim. We lay in it. Parshas HaShavuah. And we say the Targum also. Pshita, why not? Why the Teime? Maybe the people will faint when they hear these. The Teichach is such Eklalas. Bechaltam Besar Benechem. Besar Benechem. That the, that the the Jew, the Jewish the Medina will be under siege and so many people will be killed and, so, and, and there won't be any footy terrible you hear terrible stories on the Teichecha so one might have thought maybe we shouldn't read the Teichecha we're going to just frighten all the people they'll faint no we want them to know what it says in the Teichecha as far as we understand, also Nikrim and Targum. He said the Targum on everything. Pshit, Maratim Nechuzim also the Mebbe Yira. Then I tell them all the Averis and the punishment. So the people may have this idea in their mind. They better observe the mitzvahs not to be punished. If we do Averis, we're going to be punished. But the Mishnah recommends we should really. Mishnah Pirkei recommends we should really worship Hashem the Ava, not the Yira. Is often a conflict between Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. Avas Hashem means that we're very close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Yiras Hashem means we fear Hashem. 
he's very far away from us. That's what the Rajboh is quoted, the Chuvasa Rajboh is quoted in the Shulchan Aruch. Every bracha starts Beloshan Nechach, then it switches to Loshan Nistar. Baruch Hashem. And then we say Shakoni Abidvaro. We don't say Bidvarecha. We start off Loshan Nechach. Loshan Nechach represents Avas Hashem. We feel very close to Kadosh Baruch body body. And then we end off with Yira. Keep on switching back and forth from Avatira to Avatira to Avatira. Ashri goes back and forth. Arim Chashem, how does it say? Then it's a God Lashem and then we switch, we jump to Yira Sashem, then we jump back to Avas Hashem, back and forth. These two mitzvahs, uh, Avas Hashem, Yira Sashem, everybody has to make some kind of a compromise between the two, to what extent are you going to be careful about Avas Hashem to feel closer to HaKadosh Baruch and to what extent are we going to have Yira Sashem to jump away from HaKadosh Baruch So that's what the Gemara says, that if you're going to read Asaras Vyonshim, Maybe this will mislead the public into thinking they should do the mitzvahs from Yiras Hashem because there's so many punishments. So, Kamash Malan, no, we don't have to worry about that. We want everyone to know there's Yiras Hashem, but uh, we have to emphasize Abbas Hashem. The Ramban and Chumash has this clause. Why is this? And Dechaloi says the Ramban and Parshas Yisra, the Pasuk Zohar, Shemesh Abbas Lakache, has a very long comment. So he says, uh, he talks about the Ibn Ezra's question. Ibn Ezra says, why were the Chazal only concerned about the stira between Luchas, which the text in Vaischanan and the text in Yisro about Zohar versus Shomer? There were other contradictions in addition to Zohar versus Shomer. So why were they only concerned about Zohar versus Shomer? So the Ramban answer is very interesting. He says, whenever the Chumash quotes what somebody said, we should realize it's not necessarily a direct a quotation of what they said. It's the gist of what they said. So the Chumash tells us the gist of the Aseris Adibrois, two different versions. In, in Yisram Boaschanan, it could be that neither is what it really said. You want to know what did it really say? I don't know. It could be that it was a third text. But the Chumash gives you the gist of what it said. So the gist is approximately the same both in the text in the Yisra as well as in the text in Vashchanan. But one stira is a real stira. Zohar and Shomer, that's a real contradiction. Because Shomer is a loisese. Whatever it says, Yishomer ten vial, that's a loisese. And Zohar is a mitzvah, so I say, to recite Kiddush. So which was it? Was it an essay or was it a loisese? So that's what the Chazal say. Shomer v'zohar v'dibarech anamu, Kodesh proclaimed both simultaneously. So then the Ramban explains that what's such a big difference between an essay and a lois essay? Also the gist is the same. So he says, no, essay, all the mitzvahs essay, there are 248 mitzvahs essay, 365 mitzvahs lois essay. So he says, all the mitzvahs essay stem from the fact that we're supposed to demonstrate our love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we go out of our way to do things that will please him. The essay flow from our session. And observing the lavin not to violate the Yisurim, that stems from the Yerush Hashem. We have the Yerush Hashem, but we don't want to be punished. 
Which of the two is more important? Avas Hashem or Yiras Hashem? So the Ramban thinks Avas Hashem is, is the more important. That's why we have a Kalal Esed Because all the Essen stem from Avas Hashem and the observance of the Lavin stems from Yiras Hashem. It's Esed because Avas Hashem is more important than Yiras Hashem. So that's what the Gemara says. Maybe we shouldn't lay in the Asaras Vayanshin. Because the people will only observe the mitzvah set of Yerushalayinish. So Kamash Malan, don't worry about it. It's important that people should know that they're onshim. It's a serious thing. But uh, the mitzvah of Hashem is more important than Yerushalayinish. And we won't be misled. Then the Gemara says, Amnavatamas Nikra Umitargan. You say the Targumos, Asab Shalom, also Nikra Umitargan. Pshita, why not? While the tamer to Busha to Dover Amelakamashbalan, even say the uh, the Targum as well. The legish begiver what's his story, Nikra Umi Targum. It's scandalous. Sigma said Pshita, why shouldn't you? The whole Shavit was wiped out. The Shavit Binyam was almost all wiped out. Such a terrible story. Kamashbalan, you don't have to worry about it. Then, Odishram is Tavisaha, Nikra Umi Targum. That's the sheet of the Chachamim who disagree with Rabbi Leizer. You may choose that Haftarah, and I usually have most Kedoshim, you may choose that Haftarah, and they even say Targum Yonis Abedaziel, and not Haftarah. Pshita, why not? Ma'ud Atemah. Yeah, Pshita, Ma'ud Atemah. Pukim Adar Rabbi Leizer. Rabbi Leizer holds, you're not allowed to pick, uh, you're not allowed to pick Tavis Yerushalayim. And that's a Machloik Yisana Chorayim. Which Haftarah in Yecheskel is he talking about that you shouldn't, that you shouldn't say the one that condemns Avram and Sarah, the one that condemns the people who live in the Yerushalayim, not the one that condemns Avram and Sarah. So that's a machlag zanach So the Gemara quotes the Bais, and Bais about a mechashay, he was davening his shul, and he got maftir on Shabbos, Achim Mos Kedoshim, and he learned, Hodeshulam is Tavisel. Amaloi, so Ablaza screamed out, instead of giving Musa, Achatabari with Tavis Yerushalayim, Tzavidak Tavisi Mecha, why you, why do you pick that Haftarah that condemns B'nai Yerushalayim for violating Gili Arayis? Why don't you look into your own background? Check into your mother's background. They checked and they found out that he was a mamzer, that his mother had an affair with someone else. She was an Eshesish, and he was a mamzer. I remember <coughs> it was once uh, a Tuesday night when the Rav was giving a Shir Maria before Yom Ma'ut, so he wanted to say a few words at the end. About Yamatsmod. So the Satmara used to have a weekly newspaper when they would always be attacking Tavis Yerushalayim. They'd always be attacking the secular Jews in Yerushalayim. They do this Aver, that Aver, all the Avers. So he said, that's Tavis Yerushalayim. Many we don't, we don't speak it. No, Yechezkel Novi was told Benavut to give a message to B'nai Yerushalayim. But we were not given a, we were not given such an instruction. So you have so many other Haftaris. Why pick that after? Because not after that's in Yana the other. So he said it over dramatically. Uh, I think that the Sefta that has this story says they found out he was a mamzer. So there was a, the punchline was stronger. So he, said, he was talking about the, the Torah character always attacking everybody in Yerushalayim. That's Motza Boshem Then Imar says, um, also, Bryce, Maise Reuven, Nikra Belomitar Gain. Why? Because the Targum Unclus, 
translates the Pasuk literally. And our tradition has it that that's not what he did. He didn't sleep with the, the Pilagash Aviv. He moved his father's bed there. Sigmar tells the story, he went to a certain city. The Balkar was laying the Pasuk, and the Maturgman was going to translate everything. The Amalog, so this Tana, Rab Khanir Ben Gamliel told the Maturgaman, Al Target Mala Achran, don't translate the first half of the Pasuk. Only translate the second half of the Pasuk. The Benayaka for twelve. Rashi quotes from the Medrash on that Pasuk. The Kulam Tzadikim, Ruvim was also Tzadik. You shouldn't take the Pasuk a little bit. The Pasuk exaggerates. The same thing by the Pasuk in Sefer Shmuel, where it says that Benayeli was sleeping with all the married women that came to bring, came to the Mishkan Shiloh. So the matter says they didn't sleep with them. They weren't conscientious when the women brought the carbonus when they were Yoledas, and they brought the carbonus. Every Yoledas has to bring carbonus after the whole malos of 40 or 80 days is up. So they, if they would have brought the carbonus that day that they that the women came, so the women would be able to go home and know that uh, that it was taken care of. So they were lazy, and they would sometimes delay. They wouldn't bring the carbonus to the next day. So the women would stay in in uh, Shiloh an extra day. So they took them away from their husbands. They could have gone back to their husbands already yesterday, but because Benayi they were lazy. So they, the, the women stayed overnight in Shiloh, not by their husbands. So not that Benayeli slept with the women. Because they were lazy, they didn't bring the Kabbalists on the same day. And the women wanted to make sure the Kabbalists were taken care of. So they went with their husbands, so the Tanakh exaggerates the other. Tanakh sometimes exaggerates. And not to be taken literally, yeah. Then the Maisegel, the Risha Maisegel, Asheni, Asheni. Isa Shampan, Melecho. How could he split up the Pasuk, Paul Pasuk, the Pasuk, Mashua Paskinen? How could he tell him to split the Pasuk? No, the Pasuk, he read the whole Pasuk. But that the Maturgamon was going to translate the whole Pasuk. He said, only translate the first half. Only translate the second half. But Ayanka, Shnei Masar, say that part. But don't say the first part. Don't translate the first part. Yeah. Then Ingmar speaks about a few psukim that are kriyuksiv. What is kriyuksiv all about? So the Gemara in the Dorim around Daf Lamed Zayin Lamaches. The Gemara says the kriyuksiv is halacha l'moshe misinai. The psukim in Chumash that are kriyuksiv. Sometimes it's kriyuksiv on Navi. Whenever there's a conflict between in halacha between a kriyuksiv. Then it's a machlokes hatanaim whether you paskin like the kriya, you paskin like the ksiv. So yeshem la mikro the kriya or yeshem la masoris. We follow the masoretic text. The masoris is the ksiv. So that's a machlokes hatanaim. Tosis points out in a few places that whenever you have a conflict in halacha between the kriya and the ksiv, if it's possible to, you should formulate the halacha by combining together both the kriya and the ksiv. Like the Gemara says, chayuta ma'im al zera. There are four, the four categories of things that are mekabel tumah. Other mekalem ochlem amashkim. So the din is that ochlem aron mekabel tumah. They were huchshel mekabel tumah. They were rinsed off. Chiyut and mayim al zera. 
So the word yutan should have been spelled yud vav taf nun. It's spelled without a vav. So it's ksiv yitain akrinan ki yutan. So the ksiv is one way. The ksiv is yitain and the kri is yutan. So we darshan, we combine them both together. We say yutan dumya yitain. Even if it rains, let's say I have a bushel of apples and they're dirty. And then it rains overnight and I'm not even aware that it was raining. I wake up in the morning. I find out that it rained last night and I didn't even know about it. So, yutan, if it rains and I know about it, Bishas Maisa, and I'm happy about it, that's yutan dumidit and the nichale. But if it rained and I didn't know anything about it, and then when I wake up in the morning, all the, all the apples are dry already, so that, that's not yutan dumidit. And yutan dumidit has to be that it's nichale. So whenever you have something like that, a queen exceed that can blend in together, so you formulate the based on the combination of both. When it's a steer between the two, then it's not like the Ksiva, you pass them like the Kree. But it's not like the Radak. The Radak writes in one place in, in his commentary on Tanakh that uh, when the Anshik Nesagdola were determining what belongs in the canon, what belongs in Tanakh, so they sometimes had two different versions of how a Pasuk should be written. So they decided to retain both. They retained one as the Ksiv and one as the Kri. Because they weren't sure which was correct. So that's not correct. That's not, that's against the Gemara. That's, I don't think it's, a, it's not a Picursus, but it's, a, it's against the Gemara. The Gemara said that's not what Kri Ksiv is all about. It's not that we have a Sophic. We know this is, you know, this is the correct way to pronounce the word. This is the correct way to spell the word. And Allah Chalamaisa, we have to figure out how we're going to pass them, whatever it is, a steer. But it's not because they had a suffix. That's, uh, that radak is a yodua, that it's against Rav Salvation once made a come. It's against, uh, it's against the Gemara. Yeah. The Gemara has a comment, Kolei Tzanusa, Sirio Barmene Tzalusa, Dabar Dezor, about ten lines from the end of the parrot. Amr Nachman. Means that you're not allowed to be, you're not allowed to be cynical, to be joking about everything all the time. Except for Abadizar, because he can't talk about Abadizar with a straight face, as if there's something there. The whole thing is a joke. The whole Abadizar is a joke. So if a person is going to give lectures on Abadizar, uh, so we recommend that he should make a joke out of the Abadizar. Shouldn't talk about it with seriousness, because uh, he gives significance to the Abadizar, Tagnish. Okay, Genuk, Genuk. The next parik begins with the dinim. We're going to talk about some details of Hilchas Beis Haknesses. So in the Parsha Sashavua, Trumatitzada by Yaakov Pikude, they have about the Mishkan. So this Kedusha is Beis Amigdosh that we all know. This Kedusha is Beis Amigdosh. You're not allowed to enter Betume. Who want to enter is Beis Amigdosh Betume. Certain parts of the Beis Amigdosh will be Chayit Kores. That's a shadow where the Bismana said that we say the Kedusha Samigdush is Kitchalosi Lovai, even though the Bay Samigdush is Bichurbanai, but it still retains the Kedusha, that's the Ramam's opinion. And Hanichna Slusham Betume, everybody's telling me today, whoever will enter the Azara, Betume, if you enter the Harabais, Betume and Achaib Koris, he did an Avera. But if you enter the Azara Betume, then you Chaib Koris, even Bismana Zed. And the Ravid disagrees. The Ravid says, when Shlom HaMelech built the first base, I mean, she knew that it was going to be Choreb. They already knew from the days of the Chet HaMaraglim. 
That's how it says in the Chumash, it's not so explicit. The Chumash, it's unclear, but it's in Yechesko, it says Beferish, and Tehillim, it says Beferish. On the occasion of the Chet Amaraglim, Kodesh Boch already notified them that when they'll go in Territz Yisrael, they'll be a Golos and they'll be a Churban Beisam English. So the writer writes, the, the writer writes the second half of one of them, say, that the, this he doesn't write. When Shlomo built the first Beisam he knew it was going to be Chorik, he was only Mekadoshit, for his, that area, for as long as the Migdush would stand. So after 410 years, the Vice Rishon landed for less than 410 years. So after the 410 years, the Kedusha disappeared by itself. Because Shalom HaMelech was only Mikadoshit, Kozman Binyana. You can do such a thing. That's a Chiddush. The Gemara Nidorim has a call. Usually we say, Kedusha Lodpaka Dichdi. If something had, let's say, I'll be Magdush, an animal as a carbon oil, for, thir- for the next 30 days. And then I didn't, I wasn't makrited. So then after 30 days, the Kedusha vanishes into thin air. The Gemara said, there is no such thing. Kedusha is like Paka Dichdi. So how can he say that the Kedusha is based on Nikdush? Shlema Melech was only Mikadashet Kozman Vidyonai. And after the Churban based on the Kedusha vanished into thin air. Is there such a thing? The Ravid says like that. Then the Ravid says, when they built the second base on Mikdush, also the Yedea, that's what he does, right? Yedea Hoya Ezra. Ezra knew from day number one that Baishen is going to be Charev. Why? Because Shlomo Melech, when he built the Beis Hamikdash, he said he composed Shir Hashirim. So he said, "What's going to be the first Beis Hamikdash? We know is going to be destroyed." They were told that in the days of the Chet Amaraglim. That's what it says in Yecheskel and Tilim. So he said, "Benavua." He said, "Beruach Hakodesh." What's going to be with the second Beis Hamikdash? That'll be built after Golis Bava. Will that last? So will that also be destroyed? So he said. So he said, if all the Jews will return back to Eretz Yisrael, if the hundreds of thousands of Jews will come back to Eretz Yisrael, then the second place of English will be it'll be like a metal structure, it won't ride away, it won't be destroyed. But very few Jews came back, it wasn't hundreds of thousands of people. So the next passage says in Shir Hashem, in Delasi, not so loud, Ruach Ares. If it'll be a Shvacha Aliyah, in the beginning of the Baish Cheney period, there's a very Shvacha Aliyah, 44,000 would change. It says in the Nabi how many people were. Very few people came back. Then, not so loud, Ruach Ares. It'd be like a wooden hung, uh, a bungalow, like a wooden hut. Sharekav Sholabot. It's going to be, it's going to rot away. So Yedea, that's what the Rabbi writes in Hilchas Beis Abchira. Yedei Yehoya Ezra. Ezra knew from day number one that Baishen is going to be Chorev. So that's why when he was Mekadosh, it was only Mekadosh Shit Lizman. Like Shalman Melch was only Mekadosh Baish Rishon Lizman. So the Baisheni also. So the Rabbi says, and if a Tomni goes onto the Harabai, if a Tomni goes onto the Azor, it goes to the Harabai, says, never Korkus. If Tomni goes into the Azor today, so he wouldn't be Chayv Korkus. That's what they write. It may be also, maybe may out of out of cover on Migdosh, even though the Kedusha is gone, it could be it's still a Moira Migdosh, a cover on Migdosh, but it, but there won't be Kuris. That's what the Rabbi said, won't be angry. So that's Machlek, is the Ramam and the Rabbi, where the, the Makam on Migdosh is Kitchelosi Lovai, or like Kitchelosi Lovai. So that's Kedusha's based on Nigdash. That's in the four Parshias in Trumat and Sabah Yaakov Tikudi. Here the Mishnah is going to talk about Kedusha's base Aknesses. So Kedusha's base Aknesses is the question what's the nature 
So here there's a long run on the Rif. The Ran quotes the Ramban and he disagrees with him. So he quotes the Ramban. Ramban says the Gemara Megillah earlier divide the first paragraph divides all the religious articles that you can purchase in a Judaica store into two categories. You have some of them are called Tashmisha Mitzvah and some are called Tashmisha Kedusha. But let's say a mezuzah, a tefillin, a mezuzah box that has no no psukim written on it. A plastic box or a wooden mezuzah case is Tashmisha Kedusha. Tefillin, you have cardboard boxes to protect the bottom of the tefillin. So the tefillin is Gufi Kedusha and the cardboard boxes is Tashmisha Kedusha. So let's say after using a cardboard boxes for many years, they're going to break and fall apart. You're not allowed to throw it in the garbage. Even though it has no debatory written on the cardboard box, that's called Tashmisha Kedusha. So Tashmisha Kedusha on the Gnosim. You have to put them away in the Shemus. Let's say you have an old mezuzah, an old tefillin, an old Sefer Torah, and you can and so many mistakes in the Sefer Torah, it, it'll be prohibitive. It'll be way too expensive to go correct it. It doesn't pay to correct it. So you put it in the Shemus. So the Gemara says, even the Eitz Chaim, even the Mentala that has no Psukim written on it, Everything is Tashmisha Gedusha, Tashmisha Gedusha on Nignozim. And Tashmisha Mitzvah, what do you do with an old talus? You bought yourself a new talus. What are you going to do with the old talus? So you want to donate it to the shul. The Gabbai does mind it in the shul. It's old and it doesn't look nice. He wants to use new, brand new talus. Give it to a poor man. Poor man doesn't want it. So the Gemara says, uh, the talus is Tashmisha Mitzvah. So it only has Kedusha temporarily because my mitzvah site. Once you no longer use it for the mitzvah, let's say you have uh, Hadassim and an Esrik. So the Hadassim are hooked to the mitzvah for smelling, and the Esrik is hooked to the mitzvah for eating. The Ikerish Tamsha of an Esrik is to eat it, so it's hooked to the mitzvah for eating. And the Ikerish Tamsha of Hadassim is to smell it, so it's hooked to the mitzvah, so you're not allowed to smell it. But if the sukkis is over, you can throw it in the garbage. It only has, it's only hooked to the mitzvah for the duration of sukkahs, or the sukkah. The sukkah is hooked to the mitzvah. Keshem shachal shem shamayim ala chagige, kachal shem shamayim ala sukkah. Chagige is a problem shlomim. So the sukkah is hooked to the mitzvah, has kedusha temporarily, calls man on mitzvah. If the sukkah is over, you don't have to save it for, if you save it for next year, so this man on mitzvah is not up. I plan to use the sukkah for next year as well. But, uh, if I don't plan to use it, if the sukkah is over, I can burn the whole sukkah. I can throw it out in the garbage. Maybe you shouldn't, let's say I have an old talus, I want to throw it out in the garbage. Maybe you shouldn't put it together with the dirty diapers, it says in Shulchan. You shouldn't put it together with the with the chicken bones or the or the fish bones. That's a bizarre into the talus. So put it in a paper bag and then throw it in the garbage. So that's what the Gemara says. All religious articles are divided into two categories. Some of them are tashmish and mitzvah. Some of them are Tashmisha Kedusha. So what's the nature of the Beisach So the Ramban is of the opinion of Beisach is a building that enables me to daven better. You can't say it enables me to daven. You can daven at home without a Beisach But it enables me to daven better. I have more kavanah. So as such, has the status of a Tashmisha Mitzvah, Bizman Mitzvah. So if you have a shul, it has Kedusha Menatayra. Calls my mitzvah son. It's a tashmisha mitzvah, like esrog is hooked to the mitzvah say for the duration of sukkahs. 
and a talisuk to mitzvah for the duration of the time that I, I'm going to wear it again tomorrow and the day after the day after. Once I buy a brand new talis, I don't plan to wear the old one at all. I'm not going to give it to someone else either. Then there's mana mitzvah up. Then I can throw it out. I can burn it. So the same is uh, the Beisach Nesses. Kozman, the Jews still live in the neighborhood, and they still come to Daven and Yishul. So it retains the status of Tashmisha Mitzvah. Tashmisha Mitzvah, this man Mitzvah. After all the Jews move away to Long Island or wherever, and then they build Mansis, and then they build shuls over there, nobody comes back to Daven and the old shul. So the Ramban says, the Minatoira, the Kedusha, vanishes into thin air. That's Tashmisha, like like the, the Kedusha of the Esrog and the Hadassim and the Sukkah and the old Talis, it's a Tashmisha Mitzvah. The Zman Mitzvah and the Kedusha, after the Zman Mitzvah is up, the Kedusha vanishes into thin air. But the Gemara is going to say, you should be paid it, that's a Din Medirabon. That's not Menat Torah. Menat Torah, it's a Tashmisha Mitzvah, calls Zman Mitzvah, and calls Zman is still being used as a Shul. So it has a Kedusha. Medirabon, you have to sell it. And there's a Din when you have a din that something is tight as domos, let's say I have bus b'cholov, and I sell it, I'm not allowed to sell it to a guy. I'm getting money from bus b'cholov. That means I'm getting hanah from bus b'cholov if I sell it to a guy. Not allowed to sell it. That's an isa. But let's say the Jew did know the din. He goes and he sells it to a guy. He sells bus b'cholov to the guy. Is he allowed to use the money? So the Mishnah says in Kiddushan, yes, the money is not the... Bas B'cholov is not Teifiz Damov. What is Teifiz Damov? Avodizar is Teifiz Damov. Shaketz to Shaktsen of Sa'ev to Sa'ev Kecherim Hu. That's a din. If I sell it, let's say, somehow I have an Avodizar. My father was an Avodizar and I got a Birush and my father died. Now I want to sell it to a guy. So if I sell the Avodizar to a guy and he pays me money, Avodizar Teifiz Damov. So the money that they pay me in exchange for this Avodizara, becomes also Bahano as well. Hegdish is also Teifiz Dama. Hegdish Lashamayim is Teifiz Dama. What's the third thing that Teifiz Dama is uh, Perish Vias. The Perish that grow in the fruits of vegetables, the grain that grows in Eretz so the Pasuk says it's Kodesh. So Rashi quotes from the Tanoim, on Parashas Bahar. It says twice that Nishnas Hashmita it's Kodesh. Why does it say twice the same thing? The Rashi quotes from the from the uh, Sifra and Torah's Kahanim. Once it says the Shnas has kedusha, the whole Shana, the whole year, this a concept of kedusha zman. Just like Shabbos has kedusha the whole day, and Yontav Pesach has kedusha all seven days. So the whole year Shnas Hashmita has kedusha, and then Shnas Hayevul has kedusha. Fine. So one time it says Kodesh, it goes on the year. The Kedusha Zman. Then it says again, Kodesh, that goes on the Perish Vies. The Perish that grow in Eretz Yisrael, in the Shnas Hashmita, they have Kedusha. What's the significance of Kedusha's Perish Vies? So the Din is expressed um, in one word. So that one word, that's in Parsha's Behar, beginning of Behar. It talks about Mayan Shmita Etzel Hasina. It talks about and the din of Vishmita was given by Ishmita Yitzel HaSinai. So Rashi quotes the explanation. So, <clears throat> so the first time it says Kodesh, it goes on Kedusha's man. 
Mishnas Hashmita, the whole year has a Kedusha. And the Gemara said, just like Masita Mechayla Lakkaidesh, by Shabbos and Yontif and Yom Kippur, and we say Masita Mechayla Lakkaidesh, by Shnas Hashmita also. She'd add on to Sefis Lefaneha and to Sefis Lachra. It's a whole Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, Daftes, Amen Aleph, Amen Beis, that didn't have to Sefis Shviz. Just like to Sefis Shabbos, and to Sefis Yom Kippur, and to Sefis Yontif. So the person says, what do you do with the parish leaves that grow in Eretzot? They have Kedusha voice. What do you mean, Le'ochlo? Le'ochlo v'lo lehepsid. If you eat uh, an orange and you ate half of it and you didn't finish it, you shouldn't throw out if it, the orange gulish, not such meat. You shouldn't throw out the other half of the orange. Even though tomorrow you're going to probably eat a different orange. Not going to eat the leftover orange. But uh, you shouldn't throw it out. Kozman, that it's still by Lachila. Yeah, I'm to put it in the freezer and keep it forever. So usually what they have is a pach shel shviz. They have a, a garbage can that they put in all the fruits and vegetables of shemitah that are edible, but they don't want to eat them. So they don't put it in the freezer to take, keep them in good condition forever. They put it in a different container and they wait till it gets spoiled. They have some achilah sodom and then you can throw it out. It calls man that it's way lachilah. There's a din, li'ochla v'lo lehefsit, li'ochla v'lo lemalugma. You're not allowed to take perishvis and make medication out of it. Because once you make a malugma medication out of it, it's only going to be eaten by sick people, healthy people, not going to eat it. That's a violation of the Yochlevelolehepsis. You're wasting it. Let's say you take perishvis, wheat, and you're going to make menachas out of it. Yochlevelolehepsis. And you bring a korbmincha, you have to do a kmit, and you have to burn the climate on the mizbeach. Unless the korbmincha was sponsored by a kain. So Minchas Kain is kolol tokta. You burn the whole thing. You don't do a kmitza. You only burn the kams. You burn the whole mincha. There is no shiori ha mincha there. If it's a Minchas Kain, you don't do kmitza. You burn the whole thing. So you're not allowed to take perishvis and magdish them for the purpose of menachas. Because you're going to have to burn some of it. That's a violation of liochla v'lola hefsit. Then you have liochla... Below the schori, not allowed to make big business with perishvis. Let's say in Shnas Hashmita, all the farmers have to be mafkir all of the fruits that grow from the farm. So some wise guy is going to go with trucks. He's going to pick up everybody's hafkadika fruits and he's going to take it to the market. He's going to sell it. So that's a violation of the din. Not allowed to make big business. If I plucked off uh, three apples from someone else's farm, all the apples are hefker. If I pluck three apples, then my next neighbor asks me, can I have two of your three apples? I say, yeah, but now I'm going to have to go pluck some more apples for myself. So I can charge him some money. That's not big business to charge uh, uh, 20 cents for an apple. If, if I'm going to have big business to make a whole parnasa out of it, that's a din liach of the hefs. So there's a din in perish vis, just like I would desire to his when I sell Avodizor and the guy pays me money, the money becomes Asabana. When Hegdish, when the Gizbah of Hegdish is auctioning off property that people donated to Hegdish, so he he has bidding, and then he gives it to the one who gives the highest bid. And when the person gives money, when the money is Nitfas Bigdusha, and the Hegdish is Yotzeh Luchulun. That's called Hegdish is Tefas Domov. So this, the din of Tefes Damav applies by Perishviyas and by Lezor and by Hegdish Menatoira. And by here, by Besak Nessus, it's Midi Just like Hegdish is Tefes Damav, 
So too, Beisachnesis is Teufel Zamav. So, so the Ramban explains, if you have the Jews built the shul, and now 50 years later, all the Jews move out, they move to Mansi. Nobody lives in the Bronx anymore. It's all Fashrats. So no Jews live in the Bronx anymore. So what's going to be with all the shuls? The Ramban says, now that the Jews stop davening in the shuls, on the level of their eyes, uh, they no longer have Kedusha. The old Kedusha that the shul has in the first place is Vitorist Tashmish Mitzvah. It enables me to daven better. So Tashmish Mitzvah, Lachazma Mitzvah, the Kedusha vanishes into thin air. But by the Rabbanon, they made it in. You have to sell it and have the money transfer over the Kedusha. So what are you going to do with the money that has Kedusha's the, with the money that has Kedusha based on on it. So the din is So the mission says you should take that money and buy something that's going to have a higher level of Kedusha than the Shul. One has a higher level of Kedusha. So the mission says you should buy an Aron Kodesh, a Teva. What if you sold the Teva? What if you sold the Teva? Then you should buy uh, Mentalach. But if you sold Mentalach, then you should buy Sifrei Torah. Okay. This whole din that Beis Haknes is Teif is dumb. This is Midrabonim. When I told there is no such thing. It's a din Midrabonim. The Chazanish is quoted, I don't know if it's in his form, but they quote him as saying, the reliable sources, that this din that um, the Beis Let's say, Perishvis Atopsim Demehim. The Ritziv writes in, in his Chubas, in the Meshav Dover, he was always mocked to support the Yiddish Yishuv in Eretz Yisrael, so he always insisted that he should buy an Esrug from Eretz Yisrael. Didn't want to buy Yanova Esrug from Greece or from other places. We should buy an Esrug from Eretz Yisrael. Well, what do you do in Shanaz Hashmita? He's going to pay money to the merchants that are going to sell him the Esrug. So the money's got to be nitfas for Kedusha's Perishvis. What are you supposed to do with money that has Kedusha's Perishvis? You're supposed to buy food with it and eat the food before this man habiur of that fruit. Here, I bought an esrog. So esrog has a shas habiur. When, when do you have to get rid of it? When do you have to finish eating everything? So the, the Nitziv writes, when there would be sukkahs following Shnas Hashmita, he would insist on purchasing an esrog from Eretz Israel. And um, and he would and he would ask the merchant, "Could you wait till after Sukkot? I want to first. Eat. He's going to make marmalade out of the esrog. He's going to eat it all up. It was a popular uh, like smearing butter on, on bread. So they would smear marmalade on bread. So they would take oranges or they would take an esrog, citrus fruit. They would cook it and put in a lot of sugar, and then they would uh, smear it." So he would eat up the esrog after Sukkot is over. After he ate it up, then he would pay the mocher, the merchant who sold the esrog. Why did he wait to pay later? Because he quotes the Gemara in the last parak of Masechus of The parish is tovsim demayim only if it's a zetach I'm giving you money in exchange for the the esrog. The esrog is here. I'm giving you money. So zetach So then it's nitzvah. The money is nitzvah. The Kedusha is Perishviz. You have to buy food. You can buy flesh, chicken. It doesn't have to be Paris. You buy food that's edible, kosher food. And you'll eat it before the Zmanabir of the Esra comes. So that whole din, that the Perishviz are types of Demeyem, 
That's only if you didn't need up the perish yet. It's still beyond. So you say, that tachazer, the money is that tachazer, tachaz the perish What if he, he made marmalade and ate it up already? So the perish don't exist anymore. So the money that he's going to pay later, even though he committed himself, when he bought the asterisk in the very outside, he says, he's going to pay for it. He's going to pay $60, $100, whatever he's going to pay. But if you pay the money after he already ate up the asterisk, then it's no longer pay for his dhamma. So they quote from the Chazanish, the Gemara says, says in the last paragraph, there's such a din by Esnan Zaina also. Esnan Zaina means not that I promised the Zaina that I'm going to pay her money. No. I already singled out an animal and I say, when you do this noose with me, you should acquire ownership of the animal. And the Gemara discuss how does that work? How does that work that she acquires ownership? The animal has to be designated, so there should be zet tachazet. This is the esnan zainif at the time of the maizen's nose. She acquires ownership of the animal. But if he promises after this nose, he's gonna. He says after this nose tomorrow I'll give you a bame. And he didn't pick it out yet. So he can't say zet tachazet. It wasn't designated yet at the time of the nose. Then it doesn't have a din of esnan zainif. The Gemara said the same is true regarding perishivis that takes in the bame only if it's zet tachazet now. So they quote from the Chazanish, if you have a checking account, and I buy an Estrog, Shoshvius, let's say, for $50, and I make out a check for $50, there is no Zet Tachazet. The check is not money. Check means I have a right to draw against YU's account. YU gets a lot of money from the Ben Times, so they have the right to draw against the Ben Times account. Ben Time is in business, and he gets paid money from all of his uh, business associates. So he gets paid checks. Everything's all in the loop. And and his business associates that he that they pay him a check, they have a checking account. They can draw against other people. Everybody's drawing against somebody else's account. And nothing is at Tachazet. The whole thing is just on the books. On the books that the, that the, I have a right to draw against someone else's account. So that's what they quote from the Chazanish. If you buy perish by check, there is no zetachazet. That's like when it says, quoted the Gemara, if you eat up all the perish then you pay the money, there is no zetachazet. Or if he designates the bayme after he did the maizen's noose with the zaino, it's not called an esnan zaino. It has to be dafke zetachazet. So here also, Mr. If they if all the Jews moved away from the neighborhood, they no longer daven in the shul. So Ramban says, on the level of the rice, the kedusha vanishes into thin air, like the Esreg or the Hadassim after Sukkot is over. So here, all the Jews moved away. So the, the shul is no longer used for davening. There's no longer a, a Tashmishe mitzvah. But with the Rabbanon, you have to sell it. And the Kedusha of the shul should go over onto the money. You say, Malamakarish, use the money for something a higher level. So that's only with the Rabbanon that the Kedusha goes over. And the Pashtas is only goes over if they give cash. But if they, who, who pays for a shul? Yeah, you have a, a, a building of a shul is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. Someone's going to buy it in cash. They're not going to buy it. They're going to make out a check. So if you make out a check, there is no Zetachazet. It's not Netfas Big Dusha. Yeah, so that, that's, uh, that's not going to work. If you pay for the shul by a check, the Yemotziyat from the Gdusha is not going to remove the Gdusha. So that's Shita Saramban. 
Amban thinks that the nature of Kedusha's Beis HaKnesis is, it's a Tashmish and Mitzvah Vizma Mitzvah. The Ran disagrees with the Ramban, and he thinks, no, that the Novi Yecheskel was told, Novi Yecheskel was before the Churban Baish and during an Ifta. So he was told the Nevuot, to live the Nevuot of Yisrael, that there's going to be a Churban Baish Vishen, there's going to be a Golas, and even though they won't have a Beis HaMikdash, of will be a Golas, they have a miniature Beis HaMikdash. So what's a miniature Beis HaMikdash? But you can see the bottom in Russia is Shevet Bovel. That's what the Gemara says in the end of Megillah. The Ran thinks that that's only an Asmach to Mid that a Beis HaKnesis has Kedusha. He thinks on the level of their eyes, the Beis HaKnesis has no Kedusha at all. The whole thing is only a make-believe Mid that it's a Migdash Meyat. The Chayodim quotes from the Sefer Yerein, by Rav Lezim Emitz, the Sefer Yerein is the Sefer Mitzvah. He tries to figure out which are the 613 mitzvahs. Like the uh, Rama Moser wrote a Sefer Mitzvah, Rav Sadigon wrote in different generations. He wrote Sefer Mitzvah. So the Sefer Yerein by Rav Lezim Emitz is a Sefer Mitzvah. And every so often he has a Chiddush that doesn't appear and Taisus anywhere in the other Rishayim. Taisus quotes Rav Lezim and Mitz every so often. Tomorrow I'm going to say a Chabura and Nikolo on the Rav Lezim and Mitz in the door and the Aflam and Dalad and Beit. She the uh, Taisus on the side of the page quotes Rav Lezim and Mitz and the Chazanet thinks that we shouldn't pass on like him. Thinks that we shouldn't accept his opinion. So the so the Chayyad and quotes Rav Lezim and Mitz who disagrees with this run. Lezim and Mitz was before the run. He was a Talmud of the Rabbi Natan. So he's of the opinion that Kedusha's Beis HaKnesis is their Isa. And the Novi Yecheskel said, Va'elahem l'nigdish me'yad. And then more commented, Elubotikim, Sisubotim, and Roshes, Shevibavel, that's not, it was never intended as an Asmachta. That really means on the level of the Isa, Migdish me'yad. Beis HaMigdish is the real Migdish, the real thing. And Beis HaKnesis is a Migdish me'yad. Absolutely, you can explain what we learned towards the end of Gemara Brochus. One of the last Dafim and Brachas. So, based on the Gemara, he said, What's the difference in definition between the Beis Hamigdash, the real Beis Hamigdash, and the miniature Beis Hamigdash Miyat of the Batikanesis of Batimidrash Shadabavel? He said, The Beis Hamigdash is Beis Hashem. We go to visit the Shechina in the Beis Hashem. The Beis Haknesis is Beis Seinu, and the Shechina comes to visit by us. That's what the Gemara says. And Beis HaMikdash has a din of Mikdashi Tira'u. You should have Moira HaMikdash. And Beis HaKnesset is no din of Moira. There's a din of Kvod Beis HaKnesset. You don't call it Moira. Why? Because the Beis HaMikdash is Beis HaShem. And we come to visit the Shekhinah, the Beiso. And the Beis HaKnesset is Beiseinu. The Shekhinah comes to visit by us. So therefore you only require Kovit Beis HaKnesset. And the covered base Haknesis is like if you would be visiting by someone else. How would you act? You'd be visiting by someone else. So the base Haknesis, you have to act like that. So Rasulation said, let's say it's pouring outside and I come with boots to visit you. So I'm going to walk into your house with boots on. Of course not. I'll take off the boots outside. I'll leave it in the vestibule. I'll leave it in the hallway in the apartment building. I won't walk into your house with boots on. Whether you have whether you have carpets on the floor or you have uh, linoleum, you don't walk into someone's house uh, with boots on. So he said, see, that ladder walk into shul with boots on, just like whatever respect you would show if you go visit someone else, kibeso, let's say, I want to go around the block 
and you have a house here. So instead of me walking around and around the whole block, I'll ring your bell and I'll say, could you please give me permission? I should walk you through your house, Kapandaria, in order to get to the other side of the whole block without walking around and around. You don't do that. You don't, even if you're friendly with the person. That's not normal. To ask permission to go through to use their house as a shortcut. You must say you're not allowed to use a shorter Kapandaria. In the days of the, in the days of the Gemara, the shuls used to have a dirt floor. So it was, uh, it was sometimes reasonable. A person had mucus in his mouth, so he would spit on the floor. He would do it in his own home. He would do it if he visited by someone else's home. He would spit on the floor and then rub the saliva into the dirt floor. But, uh, so they would do the same in the shul. But now, nobody would spit on someone else's floor. What are you going to rub it into? The carpet? Rub it into the linoleum? They don't have a dirt floor anymore. So you're not allowed to spit in the shul either. So a lot of people, when they say, Elena Shabbat, they say, hey, they spit on the floor and they rub the saliva into the floor. That's not allowed anymore. You wouldn't do it in a, when you'd be visiting with someone else's house. So the Gemara says, whatever you wouldn't do, if you're visiting with someone else, you're not allowed to do in the shul. That changes in a different generation. How would you act if you would be visiting by someone else? So again, so the Ramban is of the opinion that Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses is a Tashmishay Mitzvah. And after everybody moves out from the neighborhood, no longer the shul is no longer being used as a shul. It's like the Esrit or the Hadassim or the Sukkah after Sukkahs. If you want, you can burn it if you don't want to save it till next year. It is Tashmishay Mitzvah after this man Mitzvah is off, the Kedusha vanishes into thin air. And with the Rabbanon, by the Beis HaKnesses, you have to sell it and and and, and the Kedusha Midrabana, make believe Kedusha Midrabana, that still is there. And the Shul that nobody davens in anymore. So the Kedusha goes on to the money and they say, Malamakodesh, use that money to buy something, a higher level of Kedusha than the Beis HaKnesis. And the Ran says, no, the Kedusha Beis HaKnesis is a Migdush Miyat. It's a Menuche Beis HaMin. It's a Tashmish Kedusha. It's not a Tashmish Mitzvah. That's why there's a Tashmish in Nazir. And the Rav Salvechi was a Matayik, and the Ramam like that. There are a lot of offices in Manhattan owned by Jewish people or rented by Jewish people, and they have one room designated for their, for a minion, but they don't have a Sefer Torah there. So if it's a Sorbetavis or it's a, a Tonis, so they're going to have to go to Shul to Davin Mincha because they need a Kriyasat Torah on a Tainis. But every day when you don't have Kriyasat Torah, so they Davin in this room. So that's a shayla. If you have a Beis HaKnesis and it doesn't have an Oran Kodesh with a Sefer Torah, does it have a Kedusha's Beis HaKnesis? According to the Ramban, yes. There's no need that it should have a Sefer Torah. Beis HaKnesis is a Mokam HaMiyuchet Fetfilah, and the Beis HaKnesis helps you daven better. So it's a Tashmish Mitzvah. So Tashmish Mitzvah, you don't need a Sefer Torah. But if you all like to bless him in Mitzvah, and the Ram, and the Ramam sounds like, a, and the Ran, that it's a Migdash Miyat, but the Ran holds that it's only Midi Rabbonim. The Rabbonim Mitz holds that it's Benatur. There's a Rambam, there's a Rambam, and the Minyan Amitzvah is Bikitsara. The Ramam wrote a Sefer Amitzvah, and for each Mitzvah, he tells you Bikitsara. He gives you a brief uh, paragraph where he describes the basics of the Mitzvah. And then the Sefer Amitzvah was written in Arabic, and those of us that don't know Arabic use the Hebrew translation. But then the Ramam and the Mishnah Torah starts off with the Minya Hamitzvah Bikitsara. Everything is the same in the Sefer Hamitzvah. 
There are two mitzvahs that he changed the order. They don't know why. Put the second one first instead of the first one first. So, in the beginning of the Mishnah third, the Ramam has the Minyan Mitzvahs B'Kitzara, abbreviated, very B'Kitzara. He has a din there that he doesn't write anywhere else. When he writes the din, it says in the Chumash, when you come to Eretz Yisrael, you'll see a lot of Avedah Zara. So it says, Ki hares tehar seim shabet to shabet matzei vaseim, asherem tisru from vayish of sile em to gaden, ibadatem ishbam and amakam hulu, sasen kein l'ashem alakecha. So when we come to Eretz Yisrael, you see there's Avedah Zara. So there's a mitzvah biur Avedah Zara. Mitzvah biur Avedah Zara, even applies in Chutzlerth, not only in Eretzel. Whenever the Avodah if I buy a house and it has an Avodah Zara, it's my mitzvah to, to burn down the Avodah Zara. If it's my next neighbor's an Avodah Zara, and I, I'm the next neighbor, not my responsibility. I don't have the mitzvah in Eretz Yisrael, this is in Abed Te Abdun. Abed Te Abdun. The mitzvah Be'er Avodah is binding in a more serious way than it's binding in Chutzlerth. But the mitzvah applies bein bars, bein b'chutz lords, and in Eretzilah it's binding even more so. That's the mitzvah of bir avodizar. So then the pasuk says, "Asherem tisur from b'ish p'sid lehem tigadeun." Then it says, "Ve'ibaratem eshbam and amakamol." You should destroy the name of the avodizar. Then it says, "Losasen kein l'shem alakechem." So what's included in "Losasen kein l'shem alakechem"? So the Gemara says, "Ashar lenoitet seven min hamizbeach." Or the Rambam writes in the Minyan Amitzvah's Biktsara. In the beginning of the Mishnah, he writes, "One who noted seven mitbatik and sees a batim midrashas." He never writes it anywhere else. Just in the Minyan Amitzvah's Biktsara, the Achrayim pointed out. Rav Soloveitchik used to say it over this Tehemet quotes it by Rishas. So the Rambam puts it in the definition of the Mitzvah and Atar. It sounds like he holds that Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses is a Kedusha's HaMikdosh, just like you have to destroy Bote Avodah Zoreh, so to Los HaZakhan L'Hashem HaKechem, and not allowed to destroy a Beis HaKnesses or a Beis HaMedrish. So it sounds like he's putting it together, a note at seven on his back, because it's Tashmish Kedusha, a note at seven from a Beis HaKnesses or a Beis HaMedrish. Sounds like he holds like the Ran against the Ramban, that it's a Tashmishik Dusha, not a Tashmishik Nitzvah. It also includes the Rosas and Keshem Lukechem, a Mechik Shem Hashem. If you do Mechikas Hashem, so the Ramam says, Yeloike, Rosas and Keshem Hashem Lukechem, because it says first, Vibarta Meshmom and Amakam Ahulah, Rosas and Keshem Hashem Lukechem. So the Rosan Shem is Shem and Mechokim. There's seven names of a Kaddish Bochot that you're not allowed to erase. And if you erase one letter of any one of those, Zayin Shem, Shem, Chag, Yud, Kei, Vav, Kei, Shem, Yud, Elakim, Tzvokah, Shakai, and so on. There was Zayin Shem, Shem, and Chokim. So you like it. So the same thing if you answer the notes, it's Evan, Meran, Izbeach, Ol, Mibotin, Kanesias, Ibotin, and Roshas. So from that Rambam, it sounds like he holds Poshim Shat. There's a way to reinterpret it. But the Poshim Shat is that the Rambam holds like that, like the Ran against the, against the Rambam. That's what Absolvechik pointed out. But the Ramam is mashma that if you have a shul and you don't have a Oren Kodesh with a Sefer Torah, it doesn't have a Kedushas Pesach Nessus. Rabban holds that it does. It's a Tashmishi Mitzvah. It has nothing to do with the Sefer Torah. It's a Tashmishi Mitzvah that enables you to daven better. But the Ramam seems to hold like a, like a Blesem Mitzvah. 
that it's a Kedusha's Menatoira, number one Menatoira, because he puts it in the Minyan Amit, he's Bikzara. He's giving Bikits and Nimrits, and he puts in Beisach Nesus and Beisach Medrash. It sounds like it's a, it's a Migdash Meyat. And in order to be a Migdash Meyat, just like in the Beisach Migdash, you have to have the Orem of the Luchas, so in the Beisach Nesus, from the Ramam, it sounds like you have to have an Orem Kodesh with the Sefer Torah. If you have an Orem Kodesh with the Sefer Torah, it sounds from the Ramam that it doesn't have a Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses, because it's not a Migdash Miyat. The essence of the Beis HaMigdash is Or Metaluchas, so the essence, the root of a Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses is the Orem Kodesh with the Sefer Torah. There's such a Teisus in Nazir, also on Davchav Gimel on the Beis. Teisus says the essence of the Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses is the Sefer Torah, Torah Shepichsav, and the essence of the Kedusha's Beis HaMedrish is the Torah Shebaal Peh, that they're learning. It's interesting. It's interesting. The Gemara has a Machlekes and the Edna Megillah, which has a higher level of Kedusha, Beis HaKnesses or Beis HaMedrish. So the way we have the Gemara, and what presents it, that Kedusha's Beis HaKnesses, the essence comes from Tfilah, from Davening. And Kedusha Beis HaMedrish, the essence of the Kedusha comes from learning Torah. It sounds which is on a higher level, the Davening or the learning Torah. Thesis doesn't present it like that. They're not, they're not commenting on, on the Gemara, the end of Megillah, but it sounds like that's what they're talking about. Beis HaKnesis, the Kedusha stems from the Torah Shebichsav. Beis HaMedrish, the Kedusha stems from the Torah Shebalpeh. So that seems to be the way it is understood. That's the Makhlaik Samarayim, which has the higher level of Kedusha, the Torah Shebichsav, or the Torah Shebapeh. And we, Paskin, you're permitted to convert a shul into a Beis HaMedrash, but you're not permitted to convert a Beis HaMedrash into a shul, because the Kedusha's Beis HaMedrash is higher. So using the terminology of Teisviz, it sounds like Kedusha's Torah Shebapeh is on a higher level than Kedusha's Torah Shebichsav. It's interesting. Okay, so uh, believe that next week we'll have to continue with the dinam of of, uh, of Beis Haknesses. Inshallah, whether we're dealing with dinam deraisa or dinam derabonim, Ramban holds that part of it is deraisa. It's a tashmisha mitzvah in Torah, and others hold no. It's a tashmisha kedusha deran, like Beis Hamigdash, Migdash Miyat, but it's only mid derabonim the whole thing, only mid derabonim. Rabbi. Going back to, to, to the halacha of Habor Ramis Kanon Pogimbo. Yes. R- Rashi tells us in Pinchas that, that Moshe said, Nis Alma Memena Halacha. Yeah. And, and, and on that basis, Pinchas killed Zimri in Tosbi uh, Basur. But, but yeah. Moshe couldn't, couldn't remember it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what the Gemara says. Yeah. Rashi is quoting, most of the Rashi is on Chumash, is quoting in Mars. When he says Diktuk, that's on his own. But when oh. he says, all the Rashi's that have substance, either he's quoting Tanoim, Amaroim, or he's quoting Medrashim, he's not saying on his own. That's a quotation from the Gemara. The so how Moshe couldn't, couldn't remember it? Menashamayim, maybe they made him forget in order to give credit to Eliezer. Eliezer. Allah's a bit of Haram. Allah's a summer, yeah. Because Allah's is the one who reminded him.
Could be. Rav Schechter, um, if, if somebody is studying uh, physics or uh, biology or something nowadays, um, and they have to, you know, they, they have to uh, learn about what happened before Adam Arishon, uh, both to pass their class and also potentially to get a job. You know, like if somebody is in biology and they can't answer, you know, where does uh, the DNA in my, mitochondria come from, or they're in physics and they don't know where the you know the micro, uh, the, the background radiation comes from. Like they, you know they, they might not get a job. Um, so they're not philosophizing. Um, you know it's not like two thousand years ago when people were just guessing. Um, this is real science. You know based on experiments and things like that. Yeah. So what um, what would you say? I mean even at YU they uh, I'm sure they. <laughs> They, they have classes on this. So, uh, you know, what, what would you, um, what would I don't you... know. That's what the says. You're not allowed to think into this. You're not allowed to study Malaphonic. What was there before Automation? Automation, the sixth day of creation. So everything before is Kvodil Lekin has to do it. not supposed to study it. I don't know. What if you need it for Panasa? No. Become a Rebbe in the Yeshiva. He won't have the problem. Switch your job. Don't know. Okay, we we'll leave that the next week. We shall continue. Okay, thank you. All right. Thank you so much. All too. Thank, thank you, Rabbi. Thank you, Yashikov. Thank you. Thank you.